After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about commercials. We talk about the good ones, we talk about the bad ones, and we talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this. That was amazing! We all just came together and did that? We're all so talented. It's all of us. My name's Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Haz, and we are your hosts. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Do you recognize that voice? I don't. That is Jamie from the Progressive commercials. Oh, okay. There is a commercial where um, he's hanging out in like the break room of Progressive. Everybody's wearing their white jumpsuits, and they all start singing some a cappella song, kind of uh, pitch perfect style. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what it is. Some popular pop song from the seventies, and they all start, and they're amazing. And he is just sitting there agog the whole time. Then Flo comes in; she joins them. They're amazing. And then at the very end, when it reaches this peak, suddenly he can't shut up anymore, and he just stands on the table and starts belting it out with them, and it's horrible. And everybody <laughs> else stops. He just, like, totally ruins the moment. And then we hear this. That was amazing! We all just came together and did that? They're <laughs> all so talented. They're all shuffling out of the room. They're really leaning into that actor's comedic uh, us. abilities. Yeah, this one, I gotta say, actually made me sad. That's the one thing about the Jamie commercials. <laughs> Sometimes they go so far that they start to make me a little bit sad for his character. Well. I have a big heart. Yeah, you do. I see, I see a, a lot of myself. And I see a lot of myself in Jamie, <laughs> I think. Let's face it. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. All right, good. Do we want to talk about commercials today? Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. This is my first, this is my real... Um, I feel like this is my real uh, coming out on a podcast since I had my tongue surgery. I was on TBTL a couple of days after I had my surgery, but I barely made it through. And <clears throat> today is a real uh, a real uh, test test of concept. That's yeah. not what they say. Proof of concept. Proof That's of concept. Not, yeah, people always overuse that. Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, I am doing okay. A little I think trial be, by fire. Trial by fire. It's been exactly a week since my surgery, so I should be okay. Although. I don't know if you can tell, I am talking a little bit funny. Can you hear me talking funny? It sounds so... I feel like I have a pretty bad... Not necessarily a lisp, but... Um, who's the uh, kid on Bob's Burgers? And everything he says, she talks like this a little bit. Um, Do you know who I'm talking about? It's I don't like know a lisp which kid. That's like a, a slurred lisp in the corners of your mouth. Just a little of. clenched. Yeah. I, you sound more normal to me now, but it's because... I mean, I had... I, You've been with me this week. I've been past with week. you the past week when you really couldn't say very much. So now it sounds comparatively normal. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for putting up with me. I hope I can get through today's show because I, I think I, you reminded me of this like yesterday. You're like, you promised the listeners the best ATM <laughs> ever next week. And I was like, oh, yeah. Do you bite off a little more than you could <laughs> chew? Maybe. To, I don't to know. To coin a phrase. I did put together a quiz for today's show and it was... Um, Inspired loosely by a comment uh, that somebody, a listener named Abby, left in our uh, Facebook page. So I will get into that in a second and I will quiz you. Uh, I will tell you the name of the quiz now and I'll explain it later. It's going to be called That New Truck Smell. 
Not a great name. Best I could come up with in the seven hours I had to prepare this. Uh, also, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts the other day, and one of the guests on the show is someone who appears in a campaign that we talk about all the time. And he said something on this podcast that I thought might be a little bit revealing about that campaign. So I'll play that for you, and you can tell me if I'm reading into things too much. And also, uh, Jingle Time, again, yes, indeed. Did anybody call our voicemail line and sing they a did. song? They um, did. I didn't really work too much on the show sheet today, so I just grabbed um, one jingle. I think there are a few more in the hopper, but we'll play one today. Okay, and if anyone, if anybody does want to call our listener line and leave us a voicemail or sing us their favorite jingle or least favorite jingle, it's 607 444 Nine, seven. But for now, let's get into this quiz. Like I say, we're going to call it That New Truck Smell. Every time I spray on my cologne, spray on my cologne. That's right. We're talking about cologne here because listener Abby shared a story on Facebook and it sent me down a little bit of a rabbit hole today uh, and it gave me this quiz idea. So here's Abby's story. She says, I was on a boat puttering through the canals of Amsterdam. Ooh la la. Fancy you, Abby. Congratulations. <laughs> we were, uh, we're we, just jelly. <laughs> you were just totally jelly. Uh, while uh, on a boat puttering around through the canals of Amsterdam, we were trying to figure out what some nautical sign flags spelled out. What do you I call did, that? It's. Uh, I don't know. I had no idea that nautical flags were represented letters. Well, I think some represent letters, but like some just represent like, like concepts. Concepts. Like. like Jealousy, ambivalence. <laughs> Why can't I? Uh, there's a word for this. I almost wrote it down. Schadenfreude. So I, What's the flag for Schadenfreude? <laughs> What's the flag for my Gestalt? Is working. <laughs> uh, it's funny that you say this because um, here, let me let me actually go to Abby's actual post because you and I both um, responded to her original post, and then um, she. Uh, she listed a link on Wikipedia to international maritime signal flags, and she says some of these uh, well, did, meanings... Well, did you say what her what the flag no, she saw spelled out? I'll get to that in a second, but um, but she posted these, these meanings of uh, maritime flags, and she said that some of them sound like witty comebacks to bad pickup lines. A couple of them are... Um, I am altering my course to starboard. I, uh, here, how about, how about this? Keep, I mean, keep clear of me. I like it if somebody said that to me. <laughs> what if somebody came up to you and started hitting on you and you said... I think that's a, I think that's a real swipe left. Uh, I'll be altering my course to starboard. How about this? Keep clear of me. I am maneuvering with difficulty. <laughs> that's me at the end of a Saturday yeah, night. I was going to say, yeah, that would probably uh, rings true to you. Um, I am operating a stern propulsion. I don't know what that means. What was another one that I saw that I thought was hilarious? Um, stop carrying out your intentions and watch for my signals. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's driving me crazy that I can't think of what that is called. The, the, the skill of being able to read nautical signs. It's I a, don't think I ever knew. I know that you know it. and I. If you're thinking of semaphore, that's not correct. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's not. Really? That's when they do the flags that are like... Oh, like this. You can't see me, listener, but I'm waving my arms about. She is waving her arms about. But that's great. You know me so well that you... Sometimes you, I know what the wrong thing you think you is. You often know the wrong <laughs> thing that I'm thinking of is. Okay. 
I really forbore to mention. I was gonna. I was hoping we could just get past it, but you weren't gonna let it go. <laughs> what the the semi four thing? Yeah. No, I'm glad though because it would have driven <laughs> me crazy. I'm glad to know that I'm wrong. At least it gets out of my head. Anyway, so um, let's get back to Abby's original point. So she says that she's on this boat puttering through the canals of Amsterdam. Ooh la la. Okay, trying to figure out what some nautical signage flags spelled out. I believe that's called semaphore, by the way, Abby. Um, she says it's not even semaphore. It's semaphore. 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 One guy said the flag spelled out C A N O E, and I didn't know why he thought that was funny. So he showed me this cologne ad. It's for Canoe Cologne. She says it still exists. I remember Canoe Cologne. Like I know of that. Do you not, Vives? It didn't really ring a strong bell for me. I mean, I probably have, you know, it's probably crossed my path at some point, but it's not like one of the ones like polo or something that I have like a strong association. Really? See, growing up, I knew of Canoe. My dad was a big Old Spice guy. And this is before Old Spice got the, you know, kind of had its reputation for those really weird commercials that they do. And um, Canoe and Old Spice both had kind of a, a nautical vibe to them anyway so here's this commercial that this guy showed our friend and listener abby on this boat um and i don't even know how to describe it so this is a in the commercial there's a guy on a boat and he starts raising these nautical flags yeah it's very like 70s yeah this is probably from 1981 according to youtube okay and um but you know that's basically the 70s and they're (laughs) and as he's raising these flags the voiceover explains what each one means c stands for something a stands for something n stands for something etc and while he's raising them he's also making eyes with a a woman in a swimsuit who is on another boat and eventually during this commercial she starts making her way over to his boat when she sees his flags the canoe message it's spelled c come on over a First flag goes up alone second flag N now o okay e etc etc canoe the man's cologne from Dana. So if you didn't hear that, because I was talking over it, C is... Come on over. A is alone. Alone. N is... Now. <laughs> o is... Okay. <laughs> and then E is... I lost track. I was et too... Et cetera, et cetera, I was too mad. et cetera. I was too busy uh, demonstrating value. <laughs> now, now uh, he has flown his five flags, and she is now on a little dinghy, rowing her way over to his boat. Canoe. The man's cologne from Dana. Wear it. She'll get the message. Oh. I think A is for assault imminent. C-A-N-O-E. <laughs> canoe, canoe? I don't know why it says canoe, canoe. I think it's like end. canoe, canoe. Oh, can you canoe right. with Gary Gnu right. and the Gnu's? All right. So um, so all of that. We're done. That's the show today. I just yep. want to explain it. It's terrible. <laughs> everything is terrible. <laughs> Did the show? I thought I was doing a great job. No, no. I just mean like everything's terrible and everything has always been terrible. Oh, you and mean this as is, far as that And this is how concerned. we know. Yeah, it's definitely creepy. As you said on Facebook, it reminds you of the Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the Dennis system yeah. for uh, essentially... Committing assault. Committing sexual assault. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... What does this have to do with a quiz? Well, this sent me down a rabbit hole, like I said, of watching a bunch of old fragrance commercials for men. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are fascinating, and I wanted to share them with you, but I didn't know how to really turn that into a quiz. So here's what I did. 
I took lines from these commercials, and I also watched a bunch of other commercials, and I'm going to read to you a line from one of these commercials, and you have to tell me if it's from an old-school fragrance commercial for a man or if it's from a Ram truck commercial. Okay. Do you think you can do that? I can try. There are nine questions. I want bets. How many do you think you can get? Well, I mean, it's a 50-50 shot, so, you know... Let's, I'll give myself a little better than average. I'll say five. You're going to get five yeah. out of nine on these. Okay, here's the first one. Is this a classic cologne commercial? Do you think that all the other podcasts this week are doing classic cologne commercial or ramp truck ad? Because I don't want to just do <laughs> no, whatever No, they'll all be doing it doing. next week after our uh, trend-setting <laughs> yeah. piece comes okay. out. Um, okay, here's the line. This isn't always the log line, by the way. It's a line from the commercial. Okay. It's a calling, a love affair, a quest. Is that a old school cologne commercial or a Ram truck commercial? I think that that is a Ram truck commercial. It's a calling. Is that Sam Elliott? Sam Elliott. A love affair. A quest. The next horizon. Everyone loves the chase. Guts, glory, ram, ram trucks. trucks. I got it. Ooh, that was loud. You got it. All right, can you keep your score for yourself? I got a lot of buzzers and bells going on. So yeah. you uh, now got one out of one. Congratulations. Here's the next one. If you're not going to go all the way, why go at all? If you're not going to go all the way, why go at all? Ooh. Um, okay, I think that is... I'll say cologne. Even that one is cologne? Yeah. I'm going to hand it over to Joe Namath. Oh, no. He's not advertising cologne. Once I hurt my knee trying to make a tackle, a lot of people thought I shouldn't have been trying to make. But let me tell you, if you put that uniform on, you're supposed to be a football player, and you've got to be ready to go all the way. That's just the way I am. I guess that's why I use Brute. Oh, it I was. I like the smell. I like the way it works. The way it lasts. Brute by Fabergé. After the game, after anything, Brute goes all the way. If you're not going to go all the way, man, I mean, why go at all? I left the man out. <laughs> because wasn't he, am I wrong? He was Broadway Joe, right? Wasn't that his nickname? Was it Broadway Joe? He had a nickname that indicated that he was like the fancy guy. He, you was, know, he was, was wearing fur coat. He was the he was fur like, coat yeah. guy. I never can remember. Like they're all those 70s athletes. Like some of them had a lot, lot of, some of them were very colorful. Joe Namath, Broadway Joe. Yeah, so yeah. he was kind of like, yeah, he would he would wear the fur, the length, like the floor length fur coat. My friend, you are now two for two you're doing way better than i thought i thought i really was gonna get they're hard i mean i was 50 50 on both of those i just lucked out how about this one the rules have changed that's the line the rules have changed um i'm gonna say that's ram as a rule engines develop good torque only when you push hard on the accelerator (laughs) but even at idle speed a Dodge Magnum this is from 1997. They actually, um, that was actually their tagline for, I think, a big chunk of the 90s. The rules have Yes, yeah, that one I kind of knew more because I knew the line. Yeah. Uh, all right, you're three for three. I don't even know why I put these damn things together. Uh, okay, so this next one, uh, the line is for the man 
who doesn't have to shout to be noticed. For the man who doesn't have to shout to be noticed. I mean, I'm going to say cologne because I'm going to be really sad if Ram trucks are just overtly like, yes, our products are only for men. Whereas a cologne, I'm not as offended by that. Okay, well, let me tell you what is happening in this commercial. We see at first a, um, this is from the very early 80s. It's kind of Vaseline lensed, mm-hmm. and we see a uh, locomotive barreling its way through the heartland of America. Then we right. see a man. And it goes into a train. There's no tunnel. Uh, but then we see a man uh, splashing water in his face and freshening up. Uh, there appears to be no running water where he is. He's using a wash basin. She's on her way. I want to feel special. <laughs> I'll put on some of that new cologne she gave me. Mark of a man. She says it's made for a man like me who comes across easy. Can I just say the real bummer of this is you don't get to see all these handsome men <laughs> because I had to have you turn off your computer screen to not ruin the quiz. Yeah. But really, that's the whole beauty of this whole thing. This one is especially well, lovely. If you're, just, if you're just, I guess, I guess I could look. Well, I can't like. Uh, yeah, you peek. can't look at my screen because yeah. it's also where the answers are. But um, yeah, this one, uh, I think you're going to want to look at this and maybe make this the picture okay. for Facebook this week. I mean, it is just so wonderful. It's like. It's kind of like Little House on the Prairie meets, uh, uh, like, uh, is it Harle- Harlequin romance? Harlequin, Harlequin yeah. romance. It's very, yeah, like kind of Fabio-esque. It comes across easy. A man who doesn't have to shout to be noticed. I love her thinking of me that way. Love it, Cody introduces Mark of a man for the man who doesn't have to shout to be noticed. Mark of a Man by Cody. That is a beautiful, beautiful commercial. Um, okay, uh, so you're just like 100% here. Should yeah. we even keep going? Well, well, yeah, let's keep going. Feel the power. Feel the power. Feel the power. It feels like this is a trick. Like, it seems like an obvious one that's the Ram truck. Mm. But, but what if it's not? What it's if? A big misdirect. But if you drink from that goblet, <laughs> I'm gonna just go with with the the ob- sometimes sometimes the cigar is just a cigar. I'm gonna say Ram Truck. You're gonna say this is Ram Truck? Yeah. Well, this is a 15 seconder. It's from 1989. <laughs> Within the black, there is a power. Dracon Wild. Oh God. Fragrance by Guy La Roche Paris. Feel the power. This commercial has everything that is 80s. It is people, I can't even describe it to you. It is like, it's one of those fluorescent Memorex tapes Uh in style, only everything is black and red. People are rolling black dice. They're snapping into black skis. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. Oh, the era of Dracar Noir was a bad time. This commercial is like Patrick Bateman directed it. Yeah. from, From American Psycho. American Psycho. Yeah. I mean, you would need you would need Huey Lewis in the on the soundtrack yeah. for that to really be true. But um, yeah, Dracar Noir was very bad. I was that was my sum, the era that I was going to summer camp, oh, like yeah. a teenager going to summer camp, nerd camp, I guess. And um, whoo, that is a that's a that was a rough time in American cologne history. Um, kind of predating Axe, like Axe yeah. comes along, I think, yeah, for kids it, that age later. Right. right, Axe is probably the Dracar Noir of its era, but I 
I don't spend enough time around teenagers. I guess the deal well, that's with good. I guess the deal with teenage cologne is like they're just so stinky. Like naturally, just you just it. have to have something that's just like. And they're also like horrible mask. They're making their own decisions now, so they don't really know. What, like subtlety is not subtlety, usually exactly what's going on in the brain of a fourteen-year-old boy. Precisely, like, they want something that's like very powerful. That like, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't. They don't really have a grasp on what would smell good. So what's the score? You got one wrong. That's the first one you got wrong. Yep. We've been through five of these, right? Yep. So four to one. Four, four to one. Um, this is the life of a rebel. This is the life of a rebel. Um. Well, I guess it's a, I guess it's a, here, let me give it two different two different ways. Okay. This is the life of a rebel. Okay. Or this is the life of a rebel. That was like a different like one yeah. you can maybe hear it as I a I feel cologne. like I can hear Dennis Leary saying it and I think he advertised for some truck. So I say truck. Okay. Do you really think that's a good idea? If everyone jumped off a cliff, would you do it too? You'll lose interest. It's just a phase. It hurts me more than it hurts you. Where are your manners? Were you raised by wolves? You're going to give me a heart attack. When you have kids, you'll understand. This is the life of a rebel. Uh, Earl friend Sam. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. Just a bunch of people jumping off cliffs and... Why you gotta be such a bitch, Mom? <laughs> why you got? Why you got? Hey, give me my freedom, Mom. Uh, Dennis Leary. Not a bad idea, although he does the Ford F-150. I know. I didn't literally think it was him, but I just was like, can I hear him saying that about a truck? Okay, here's another one. So good job. You've now officially won. You got five out of six so far. So this whole thing is pointless now. (laughs) Um, Freedom. It's a great feeling. That sounds like like Tommy Hilfiger. I'll say Cologne. Okay. Um, by the way, I was all, I was trying desperately to make a whole quiz out of this topic. This commercial stars Tom Selleck, and I someday I'm going to figure out a way. I, I came up with like ten Tom Selleck commercials today. Wow! Couldn't figure out how to turn them into a quiz though. Right? Like who stars in this one? <laughs> right. Tom right. Selleck. Exactly. Mustache or no? That would be a, because some <laughs> of them are mustached, sometimes not. No way. Yeah. Actually, goes, that'll that's what I'll do next time. Has, Damn it! Why did I think of that earlier? He does things without a mustache. Yeah. These that are very crazy. early Tom Selleck commercials. Oh, very early. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay, so uh, here you go. Freedom. It's a great feeling to do what you want to do, be what you want to be. Chaz. Chaz, after shaving cologne for men, is dedicated to that All right. feeling of freedom. What is it called? Chaz. 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 Yeah, I know. Can you imagine? It's a great feeling. Chaz for men. The Chaz Carry On Traveler. Just eight minutes. Chaz or great feeling. Chaz or C H A Z. C H A Z Chaz, like your cousin who visits you from Wheeling like once a year, right? And you look forward to it, but by day four, you realize like he's just getting us in trouble all the time. Right. I need Chaz to go back home now. He sounds like kind of a buzzard. <laughs> yeah, some offense. a little bit. All right, there are men, and there are men. Ugh, I'm gonna again for the sake of humanity guess cologne. Okay, this is an early one. Okay, 
so much to say about this. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to play it, and then I'll describe to you what the scene is after you hear um, what the woman has to say. There are men, and there are men. You know what I mean. But the men I'm talking about always smell good. Fresh and masculine. Like English leather. English leather does something for them. And for me. So I make sure all my men wear English leather. Every one of them. English I can't leather, see this, cologne, but is she a madam? and gift sets. And then at the end it says in quotes, all my men wear English leather. The scene is, this woman is, I guess, an office assistant. In sure. this day and age, she's a secretary. And it opens with her just walking into what would probably be, given the time and context, her boss's office. Her boss is not there. She's got some papers, but she's putting them, she's like putting these papers on her boss's desk. Then she looks up and starts talking to the camera, kind of standing next to, kind of behind her boss's desk. Again, presumably her boss's desk. This is all about fucking your secretary. Oh, yeah. It's the chase around the desk. I mean, it is so blatant like she is the mistress yeah and like i'm wondering like when this but who are aired, all her men that's why i thought she might be a madam i know which would be more would because be she's, more empowering i think i mean so it could hardly be less do you think let's say this commercial came out probably mid 60s mid to late 60s sure. who do you think when do you think this aired do you think it aired in prime time or do you think it was Oh, sure. Aired like during the day towards women so that women would get their husbands cologne. Don't you think back then maybe women were getting their husbands no, cologne? No, I think this was I think this was aimed at men. I think it would be it would be aired on like during typical Dragnet. During Dragnet, which all men watch. No, I don't know, sporting events. Uh, um I mean it's just so blatantly yeah. like you're gonna wear this cologne. You're gonna have more sex with no, more secretaries. I think that's who. I think that's the yeah. message, and it's about. I don't think that's aimed at. You can't aim that at wives. I think. Well, that's what I think. That's what I thought. It just seems so scandalous to me. Maybe it's aimed at secretaries. <laughs> All right. So you've already aced this thing. Um, so I'm seven out of eight. You're seven out of eight. So the last one is long live the courageous. Long live the courageous. All right. Um. I'll say Ram Truck. Long live the courageous. The I did tenacious. it. You did it. I'm sad that I was one push one fly in the ointment. I'm sad that you did so well. Hold on. I have one more here. <laughs> I have one more here. This cologne smells sexy. This oh, cologne. Uh, I'm going to say cologne. Mm. Ram truck. I don't have the example here, <laughs> but I remember distinctly that there uh-huh. was. So you actually got eight out of ten. Right. So right. I just remember that. You don't remember that from the 90s, that Ram truck, this cologne smells now sexy campaign? Now it does campaign. ring a bell, yeah. Right. It was right before the rules have changed, it, I it think. Was, it was called, if this truck were a cologne, it would get you laid. <laughs> All right, well, congratulations. Was that the best quiz I've ever given? Absolutely not. I think I'm just very good at it. You're good at them. I, I think also, it was It hard. was a weird concept. Yeah, I think it was a weird It was definitely a weird concept. I, I think it know. was harder. I think I just was exceptionally good. I, I think it was it was harder than you might think. I mean, the crowd is still into it, <laughs> which is just astounding. How about some commercials in the news? All right. Can I look at my screen now? Yeah. All right. One thing I like to do on this show is 
constantly expand the definition of news. Sure. This is barely If it appeared news. on the internet. <laughs> if it appeared it on the news. internet. There's I, no longer any actual professional news true, makers. True, right. Fewer and fewer, so uh, that's well, kind Sasha of Well, Sasha Baron Cohen, I yeah, guess. right. Um, all right, so... I like the quiz. I don't know if this is interesting or not, but I was listening to my favorite podcast or one of my favorite podcasts, my Sunday podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, right? And if you're not familiar with Comedy Bang Bang, I mean, it's bizarre and weird. Basically, Scott Aukerman will have famous comedians on. Sometimes they appear as themselves. Sometimes they you never even hear their real names. They're just in character doing ridiculous improv the whole time. It just gets out of control. and They're just trying to make each other laugh. Um... And this was the case with Thomas Middleditch. Of course, you know him from, uh, I almost said office space, <laughs> from uh, Silicon Valley and those very annoy- annoying um, Verizon commercials, or at least the ones that I really, really hate. Actually, I should have one here to play as an example, but he always plays this kind of fumbling, intrusive guy. He who- plays himself. Yeah, he plays Thomas Middleditch. Yeah. But he's like kind of like stumbling into somebody's wedding and be, being like, your camera doesn't work because you don't have data here, so yeah, here, use mine. He's but usually he's very, kind of finding people in, in their various circumstances of life and telling them how whatever problem they're having with their cell phone or cell phone carrier would be ameliorated with if they had Verizon. And it, he usually stands in front of a big white sculpture of the word Verizon. Right. And he's always like aggressively intrusive. I would say we've played a bunch of them before. Um, I think this was the very first one. Um, I don't even know if this is a good example of how bad they've gotten, but this is the very first one where he is standing in front of a big Verizon, a three-dimensional Verizon sign and it's covered up in a white tarp and he comes out for his big mic drop moment. Just get through here. Sorry. Oh, wow. How'd I turn out? Tammy. Marcus? A bunch of people are gathered. Okay. Right Other unlimited data plans haven't lived up to the name, but today, unlimited gets the network it deserves. And so do you. Verizon. He drops the mic. Uh, oh, sorry. he's got one in his breast pocket. It's unlimited the Verizon way. And what then this happens several times. He keeps dropping the mic. Actually, that was the very first one. Not even the most annoying one. Now he's always intruding on other people's big events. At least right. this one was his own event. Anyway, <laughs> so he's on Comedy Bang Bang, um, and he's never identified as himself in this. This is one of those where he just comes on. He's playing a ridiculous character named Lyle Cummings. I think he's supposed to be from Mississippi. He's got a fake Southern accent in this. Uh, Lyle Cummings, for whatever <laughs> whatever it's worth. Lyle Cummings is an entrepreneur. In this case, he has um, recently bought a Sherbert business. He sells Sherbert out of trucks. Um, it's still liquefied. Um, it, he mines the Sherbert. Anyway, none of that is relevant. Right. At the very end of the show, they get to a part where they where all the comedians can plug the different projects they're working on. Silicon Valley's coming out, or you can catch me at a live show here or there. Um when you are in character, you have to stay in character, but you promote something like you say, oh, I'm a big fan of Thomas Middleditch. And uh, and so that's what we're hearing here. I had to give that for folks who are not familiar with yeah, it's a that little show. Weird it's a little a bit concept. weird concept. So yeah. what we have here, though, is Thomas Middleditch in character doing plugs for Thomas Middleditch stuff. And he'll kind of say Silicon Valley's coming out pretty soon. Also a King Kong movie. And then he mentions the Verizon thing. And you're going to hear, um, I think the only other voice you'll hear in this is Scott Aukerman and Thomas Middleditch as Lyle Cummings. And Lyle, what do you want to plug? 
Well, uh, you're going to have to wait a long time now uh, for the next season of Silicon Valley. It is coming up. You're going to have to wait. Uh, wait, and you like Silicon Valley? I you? love it. Yeah. There's a little dinger on there. He's one of the main dinger dongers. He's a real funny guy. He's got a big old nose, terrible teeth, and eyes that look like they're going to fall out of his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, boy, I tell you, when it comes out, you got to keep your eyes out for Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is well, that, that? I mean, that's ages away. I'm that's sure. oh, so long from now. Yeah. 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 And if you are considering a, 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 a change in your telecommunications <laughs> service provider. <laughs> I hear that uh, Verizon, is that the one that's the good one or is it Sprint? I, I can't remember. Know, some guy who just will not get off my damn TV set. Same old eye bulger as the Silicon yeah. Valley. <laughs> it's also when like you're playing a game online like Words with Friends or yeah. something. It's also like constantly it, comes yeah. up there. And, too. and now if you go to a movie theater. Oh, God. You can't escape it. Yeah, sometimes you just want to tear your own mind out. I hope he was well compensated for that because it's ruining his career, in my opinion. I agree. It's something that keeps me up at night just on his behalf. Okay, well, let's close up the old plug bag. Something that keeps me up at night just on his behalf, says this character, played by Thomas Middleton. That makes me like him so much. Yes, doesn't that make... Because these commercials, I I hate them so much. I didn't dislike him before these commercials. I I generally was positive on him. I was very net positive on him. And these commercials came out, and I actively dislike him now. I stopped watching Silicon I'll tell you, Valley. Keeps me up on his <laughs> like I stopped watching Silicon Valley. I don't think it's completely because of these commercials, but generally speaking, between him, who's uh the shock top guy who's in that show, who's oh, also, TJ Miller. TJ Miller's he can like, go fuck himself. He can by go the fuck way. himself. Like generally speaking, like I don't know, like I don't know. Just a lot of things have kind of turned me kind of a show that I used to really like. Now Did basically I'm that like that, I don't yeah, want to be in that, that, that world. actress who was she was on a couple of episodes or maybe a season or two as it's a very broy show. Yeah. And she was the only female programmer that they had that Pied Piper had for a while. The pro- she was a programmer not one of the bosses or not the yeah, business partner. Yeah. Right. She okay. was, and she was never like a full-time regular cast member, but okay. she has she tweeted out about like what a nightmare it was working there and she said specifically TJ Miller was a nightmare to work with, but that basically he was enabled by all his like you know bro comedy friends yeah and this like i'm not bringing this up as like an indictment necessarily of that show and i realize that these are very different things but generally speaking i have started to just get a kind of a negative feel like kind of just a general negative vibe not terrible not i'm protesting right. i'm not watching out of protest i'm not writing but, any letters i'm just not tuning in yeah it's just kind of like eh, i don't know i'm just kind of sick of that whole scene and also there is something about the fact that that show was well positioned to really shine a light on and make content out of the terrible sexist dynamic, but they kind of really didn't. They're kind of that show kind of vibe. They nodded off at of, it, but then yeah. they just reinforced it, or like they just essentially uh, like recreated it yeah, in their own in their own in its own image. That's kind of the vibe that I always got from it too. And I will say that generally speaking, those Verizon commercials have to me hurt Thomas Middleditch's image. And so when he says in character as a joke, yeah, that's something that I think a lot about. Yeah. It keeps me up at night. I don't. I don't. Oh, I don't think it. he's. I think he's being funny, but I don't think he's joking. Kidding on the square, as you like to say. Kidding on the square. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my.
my mind. I'm glad that paid off because I heard that and I, I rewound it on the podcast. You did a good a job of explaining times. what we were listening to. Okay, good. To. Um, Can I make a quick note? Yeah, um, please. I see that you have Andy Rooney Rainier commercial here. Oh, that's Mickey it's Rooney. Mickey <laughs> Rooney. Although I would love to have seen an Andy Rooney. You know, the thing about Rainier beer is. What? No, go on. <laughs> that's all I had. No, come on, come on. Finish it. <laughs> Everybody's got these fancy <laughs> beers. IPA this, hops that. In my day, um, all right. So we got this. Um, we got this note. I believe on our Facebook page, yeah. right, from listener Caroline, um, responding to our uh, our conversation last week about a commercial. I as think you someone guessed. may also have emailed us about it, and I oh, apologize, yeah. I did not grab your email. So it was, um, but Carolyn was first. What started this was listener Brian last week sent us a commercial. I don't know. I think apropos of nothing, as I like to say, uh, it's a 1977 commercial for Rainier beer. Uh, listeners of this show know, even if you don't live around here, that Rainier is a kind of a local brew around these parts. Kind of had some iconic advertising back in the 70s and 80s. Um, and these uh, have Mickey Rooney in it. And this first one we found befuddling. It's Mickey Rooney dressed up as kind of a, uh, a Mountie, right? Yep. Canadian Mountie. Um, and a woman is standing right next to him singing in his face. And let's listen to the audio of this again. Mountain fresh Randy. That's my favorite beer. by the weird faces that Mickey Rooney is making during Yeah, this. and I should have said if I didn't, um, I, I, it does, it was, I probably should have guessed or could have guessed that it was referencing something and I just wasn't getting the reference. Because uh, this is the note that Caroline posted. So if I understood their comments, Genevieve and Andrew didn't recognize the famous scene Andy Rooney was parodying. Okay, that's where Andy came in, by the way. Oh, Caroline. I <laughs> was taking my lead from Caroline. Caroline, you and I are in the same boat. Sorry. No <laughs> listener ever wants to be in the same boat as well. me. Everybody's like, I want to be in Genevieve's boat. Um, and this is the scene that Caroline posted. So it's apparently... Did you end up looking anything in this is from a movie I guess called Indian Love Call? Yeah, even that didn't help me. It wasn't I mean, I'm sure it was famous, but it's not something that's a reference point for me. So there's no way I would have recognized it. It says in the um description on YouTube here, Indian Love Call is a popular song from Rosemary. Oh, the the show is Rosemary, a 1924 operetta-style Broadway musical with music by Rudolph Freem Freemel Freemal. Well, it doesn't matter. And uh, anyway, so this is from Rosemary, and the song is called Indian Love Call. And it is a mounty looking fella uh, standing next to a woman out in kind of a hilly pasture. When I'm calling you, will you answer to? Jeanette McDonald and Nelson Eddy. Did I already say that? I don't remember. All of these are unfamiliar references for me. But I didn't know this was... I mean, this still seems obscure to me from a 1924 musical, and this is what you're going to base your... 
maybe beer commercial line. Fifty but, years ago, yeah. this was you know, fifty years ago, this was only. 50 years in the past. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, thank you, Caroline. We, I mean, at least it makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd say, I'd say I under, I, I would say I get the reference now. I don't think it would say that it makes a lot more sense. Um, because I don't know the, re- I don't know anything about right. the show Rosemary or what Lindy but at and least Love called. You see something really weird like that, at least you know that it was based on something. Right. It was a parody. Um, I want to talk about this uh, State Farm She Shed commercial. We've talked about this on the show before, right? But yeah. can you set it up uh, again? Well, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, Maybe but I will set it up. we've talked about it in our private lives. Yes, it blurs together. Um, this is a State Farm commercial. Um, there's a man and a woman standing in their backyard, uh, sort of middle class looking folks. And sh- uh, the w- there's like a little sort of outbuilding that's on fire. Um, and the woman refers to her as her she shed, i.e. a counterpart to a man cave, which advertisers have been trying to make happen for a while. It's not going to happen. Um, and she goes into this sort of rant about somebody burned down her she shed and now she's going to get a she she or she shed. It's like it's she's wor- on the phone with her yeah. insurance agent the and whole she, time. Right. And so it's a you know, it's a sort of a word play on. She shed and she she. Meanwhile, she's on the phone with her insurance agent, talking to both her insurance agent and her forlorn-looking husband. Who, by the way, in this has kind of a high voice. So, He's a high if, talker. if you didn't know, you might think this is two women talking. If you didn't see it, but clearly, this man is her husband. He's holding kind of a a drizzling hose, like he was putting out the fire. But a man who looks it's a, a little metaphor. yeah. I mean, he just looks kind of like. He just looks whipped, and he's holding this drizzling hose. You figure it out. Yeah. And for some reason, And then the train goes in the tunnel. He, and then the train tries to go in the tunnel, <laughs> but it just kind of bounces just back. piles up outside. <laughs> it was just a tunnel painted on a brick wall. That's the problem. Boy, is there a possibility of Roadrunner slash Wiley Coyote <laughs> like ED pills as a commercial? I mean, like, if we can get like, the right, that be I don't great? Like I don't all know the different the ways that like ag- agreements look like all the ways that he's stymied. Like that could actually yeah. be anyway. But this, I swear, we talked about it on the show before because it does not make sense to us because he is clearly like she's kind of excited as you'll hear and Genevieve you just said this that she's going to be getting a new she shed. And he is just so miserable about this whole fact that she's going to get a new she shed. He apparently hates the she shed. Let's take a listen. Well, it finally happened, Zachary. Somebody burned down my she shed. Nobody burned down your she shed, Cheryl. Well, my she shed's on fire. Your she shed was struck by lightning. Zachary, is my she shed covered by State Farm? Your she shed's covered, Cheryl. You hear that, Victor? I'm getting a new she she or she shed. She shear? Mm-hmm. That's wonderful news. Go with the one. Wait, he, he is just so bummed that she's going to get. If she we ever do another shed. like, why are they still together? Show about unhappy couples and commercials. These go. These two go to the top of the list. Now, are these? Is State Farm also the? She sounds hideous. Uh, ad. Oh, their khakis. Maybe I think so. What is with these State Farm couples? 
State Farm couples, save your money, don't get house insurance, spend it on couples therapy. If anybody from State Farm comes a knocking on our door and says, would you like to be in a State Farm commercial? We have to say no. It's no, a, it it's sounds a like relationship it's, killer. Or or it says something really bad about how we're presenting or, ourselves. Or, yeah. Um, okay, so I have a lot of things to say about this commercial, which we may or may not have said before. But Alexis just posted this with the simple question, important commercial question, did he burn down her she shed? Indeed. You definitely get that vibe. It seems possible. He seems so, he hates it so much, and he's the first to say it was lightning. But why does he, it does, by the way, it's kind of dusk, and I was I was looking for clues when I was watching it today. It does look like maybe the ground is wet, like was there, was there a lightning storm possibly? Um, definitely ambiguous, but why the hate for a she shed it's an outbuilding like i would get it if if there was some sort of narrative where he had his man cave but then she put her sewing machine in it and somehow like she was taking over his space or but that doesn't seem to be the narrative here right it's maybe a, they flipped for who could use the a, outbuilding and she he lost maybe it's a separate building but that's a lot of retconning yeah and like if you're gonna get it rebuilt with insurance it doesn't mean that now suddenly he gets it like right. there's n- none of that is built yeah, into burning this it down doesn't help anybody none none of this adds up for this commercial it does not make sense that this husband would hate this she shed and that he would be bummed that it's going to be she shear he doesn't yeah. have to go in it no i don't know especially if insurance is covering the the, the she sheing of it now let me ask you this am i being too much like I feel like I'm my dad saying this, be like a real like kind of rule follower kind mm-hmm. of guy. But I also can't think of a time when insurance commercials, I'm sure they did and I just didn't notice, would actually advertise upgrading well, via insurance. Is that is, legal? I don't know if it's legal. I mean anything's I think insurance can if insurance wants to pay you more than what your thing is worth, like laws aren't gonna stop them. I mean, there is a there's a car commer- a car insurer, and I can't remember which one that will um, pay for one year newer than the car you lost. Oh, okay. I think it's the one where they stand. I think it's Liberty Mutual. Uh, Liberty Mutual stands with you, and there that I think that's the brand that says if we if your car gets totaled, we'll pay for one year newer. Um, so yeah, I mean yeah, I mean you can insure. Yeah, I guess you can, yeah. you can pay for anything. Yeah, like if I want to like have gold plated insurance, I'll pay out the nose for it, and I may not need it, but then you know you can insure anything. I guess there's just something like I I just automatically think of fraud if you're talking about oh my thing burned down now I'm going to get a better one. Um, no, I mean you, you get what you get what you get from insurance. Yeah. Like they'll come out and adjust it. Like I've had a number of um, little stu- things happen to my car over the years, and you know what, they came out once and said like you know um, if you'll let us if if you'll let us pay like if you'll let if you'll do something I forget what it was it was like they had. They were legally obligated to do some kind of repair, but they could repair it for cheaper if I accepted, like, that it wasn't going to be the exact right color paint or something. I mm-hmm. forget exactly how it worked. But they said, we'll essentially waive your deductible. We'll write you a check for the, everything to get the repair done, and, and we'll actually cover the deductible, which you would have to pay otherwise, if you agree to, like, sort of do a deal with us and not take the more expensive repair that you're entitled to. And because it was, like, I couldn't because I couldn't see the difference in whatever they were saying. I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather get not have to pay my deductible than like pay the deductible and then get the slightly nicer repair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. We had friends who had a 
big water uh, water main break, and for various reasons, they had to buy kind of premium insurance, and then it ended up paying off for them because they, when they had to move out of their house, they got to a really they got to stay in a really nice uh, like temporary housing. Yeah, like really nice temporary housing. Um, by the way, you mentioned that you've had your various things with your cars too, and I have always been a little bit dubious of you. I have tape of actually you in your car right before you made one of your last claims. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens? You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> that was you. That was happening right outside on Burke Avenue. Did you know that uh, I just learned this actually. Walter Sobchak uh, in The Big Lebowski is based on a director, actually more of a producer, but a guy named John Milius. He directed, no. he directed Red Dawn. Oh, that guy is actually, you know, he he really started out off as a, um, you mean he directed the original Red Dawn? Yeah, yeah. The, the he was one. more of a gun advocate who got into yes. filmmaking if and you then watch Red Dawn, made Red Dawn. It's very clear. Because I don't think he did anything else really other than Red Dawn. He wrote, he was like the writer on some pretty big movies. I can't remember. He had they a had career. characters based on him, just Ch- kind of a loony. Look like, up a picture of John Milius, it's M-I-L-I-U-S, and tell me who it looks like. Huh. It's really crazy. Uh, I learned that actually on another podcast, um, which is called Friendly Fire. Wait, who else? People have other podcasts? <laughs> yeah, they're, we're not the only one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. It's wow. like dead nuts. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, man, oh, man. Um, I have one more commercial here. It's actually something that somebody posted to Facebook again. Jennifer, it's a wonderful new um, progressive commercial with Flo and Jamie, but... I cannot find it online. Jennifer had to take a video of her really? TV screen to share this with us. Should I wait another week and see if I can see if I can? I can't get believe there's audio? a progressive ad that's not online. I looked all over the place. Get, let's give it one more all right, week. We'll look, okay, we'll look again. Um, so where does that leave us? What time is it now? It's jingle time, baby. Head council, it's jingle time. So you'll recall we talked about uh, the Oscar Mayer jingles, and we went uh, fairly deep on that one. But I thought it was interesting. I hope the listeners uh, weren't too bored. Uh, But there is another hot dog jingle out there, and this is from listener Kevin, who can't call in to sing it. Hey, guys. This is Kevin out in Issaquah, Washington. Hmm. Um, And all the talk about the Oscar Mayer hot dog song and... You know, all the talk on Andrew's other podcast about hot dogs reminded me of a competing jingle <laughs> to Oscar Mayer. This one may even be earlier than Oscar Mayer. Anyway, I went a little something like this. Hot dogs, armor hot dogs. What kind of kids eat armor hot dogs? Fat kids, skinny kids, kids who climb on rocks. Tough kids, wimpy kids, even kids with chicken pox love. Can you imagine just saying fat kids in a commercial? No, I cannot. <laughs> kids, even kids with chicken pox love hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. The dogs kids love to bite. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, that was great. I think armor's out of business, and it's really too bad, because they were kind of making fun of a lot of kids. Yeah, really too bad. Too bad about all those kids who aren't getting served these days. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, you're right. Enough brands don't make fun of a lot of kids. Why did that strategy not work in the long term? It's a shame, because they made fun of a lot lot of kids. And and there were so many kids left who didn't get made fun of, and now they're just out in the cold. right. Um, so you found the original Poor here. Poor kids, dirty kids. 
<laughs> Kids who have weird moles. <laughs> Yeah, hair, now that I'm, hair, actually now I'm getting in the spirit of it. Hair, lips, flat lips. <laughs> Normal lips. Kids who too. live in iron lungs. <laughs> so you found the original here? Yes. All right, I haven't original. heard this. Let's take a listen. This is like a little parade of kids. It's black and white. It's a real old one. Hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. What kind of kids eat armor hot dogs? Bad kids, skinny kids, kids who pop my mouth. Even kids with chicken pox. By the way, the only kid they show of a sh- uh, close-up of eating this is a fat kid yeah. so far, by the way. Adorable kid, by the way. Love hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. Hot dogs, kids love to fight. Kid bites dog. Kid bites dog. That's wonderful. Yeah. I love that. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. I think you're absolutely right. We need to make one of more kids in our commercials. <laughs> All right, did we do everything? Is we done it? did it. We done did it. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. I'm really bummed. I had I had all day today, and I spent a lot of time on that quiz. But it just—it's not my favorite quiz. You're just so mad that I did well in it. Like you can't stand to think mm. that maybe I'm just a good tester. No, you are a good tester. I'm a great but tester. I will be honest. I didn't want to say this going in, but like they were harder. They were no. Hard. I know they were hard. I just think the connection between cologne and Ram trucks is pretty random. Like I just couldn't. I spent so, I honestly, I mean, not that anybody's like putting me on trial here, but I just spent so much time trying to come Stop up with something good Stop trying to undermine today. my achievement. No, your achievement was good, but I don't know if it was entertaining is the problem. That's immaterial. Should we try it again? I'll come up with some new questions. <laughs> Let's do the Tom Selleck thing. I wanted to do Tom Selleck so bad because he's got sell in his name. Sell it like Selleck. I already had a name well, for it. that is good. <laughs> All right. Next time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play Tom Selleck commercials if you have for an you. I- listener, if you have an idea for a good quiz, send it our way. I'm do- Well, uh, yes, please send us uh, quiz ideas. But also, next week, I'm going to play don't don't do any research can you promise me that yeah i am gonna quiz you i think that i said 10 before i think there's actually five tom Selleck commercials okay. like pre magnum not look at any don't you know if it comes across your twitter feed <laughs> don't click on it and we're gonna play mustache or no mustache and you All have right. to guess whether or not he's mustachioed by in the those sound of his voice <laughs> by the sound of his voice by the way he doesn't speak in all of them okay it's gonna be tough all right how can people find us you can come find us on facebook come find us come on find facebook me. it's after these messages show we're a facebook group group uh we love to see you there you know you can tell we definitely pay attention and interact there you can email us at after these messages show at gmail and you can call us at 607-444-5597 so if you're out there come find me sorry i had to stop the music to play that but it seemed worth it to me all right Beeves, thank you so much thank for you for up doing the show yeah no and I, again uh i am going to do something really fun next week Best show ever. Literally the best episode of After These Messages ever. Next week, I'm producing it, okay? Okay. Up top. Talk to you guys next Tuesday. It's like, pull me on, dude. Someone discover me. Give me some money, B. I'll be a money tree. Took a lot of samples out. You don't got to clear those. Made a lot of weird raps. You don't want to hear those. Labels like, maybe we could cake off the weirdos. Okay, plug your nose. Here goes, caveman porn star.